Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are uh, continuing our week on overcoming uh, uh, worry, fear, and anxiety. So, uh, Good morning. Happy Tuesday. And, yeah, happy Tuesday to you. Uh, doing a fun, fun process. So we've been uh, getting into the detail of this. And uh, we understand uh, that people do, you know, you know, which is the reason we're doing this series, is that there's a lot of uh, difficulty going on right now. The world has changed. Uh, everybody's expectations. Um, we were uh, just actually commenting on um, the issue of uh, things not being available. We're, we're, uh, our business is moving into a new office and we have to buy uh, monitors and you know things for the office for our, our staff. Uh, well, that can be up. tricky right now with the supply chain, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, we uh, uh, placed, an, uh, placed in an order actually uh, through Best Buy because uh, mm -hmm. they have really good prices uh, on their technology. <clears throat> and, you know, I go to do it online. I have an account and um, we need numerous items, uh, mm -hmm. quantity of the same item. Right. And I go to, you know, put it in and it won't let me. Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, you only can have one or two of these things and you can't order a quantity of anything. Um, and by oh, the way, a lot of them aren't available uh, at all. Right. And then the other one said, okay, I go to the next one. Well, it won't be available for a week or two um, mm -hmm. and it has to be shipped. Okay, so it says, if you want higher quantity, you gotta call this number. So. I call the number. Oh yeah, yeah, we got to set you up as a business account, and we'll switch your account to a business account, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, okay. Uh, so what do you want? You know, and I go through the list of uh, items. Here's what I want. Okay, we'll put it together for you, and send it back to you. Okay. So uh, they put it together, send it back, uh, and I say to them, uh, "It's good." Uh, you know, and uh, how many how many things can I get? you know, by Friday, none. <laughs> I said, Oops. well, I said, now your website, a few of the items I, I saw there are available for, for pickup or to get delivered to me, you know, by Thursday. Right. No. no. I said, no, that, that doesn't sound right to me. I said, I can go online right now. And if I just don't order as many, I can get some of it. No. Uh, okay, thanks. So oh. I, I go back online. Now you, you can imagine how much effort this has taken. Right. Uh, go back online, and yeah, I can I can get it at a local store, pick it up. Mm -hmm. uh, now I can't get a high quantity, but I can get a few. Um, and so I do, and I go online, um, and I go through that whole process, and I, I place an order, uh, and it 
says you can go pick it up at this local store and here's the ones that would be shipped to you and you'll, be, you'll get them by Thursday. So I, I emailed back the other person and said, I was able to do what I told you I could do. I, I've done it. I still need these other high quantity of stuff and I know it's going to have to be shipped. So I'll just work through you. And she says, she says, no, you couldn't have done that. <laughs> I, said, well. I, I said, I don't know why you're telling me that I did it. And it's, at, it's, it's already, already done. It's already, it's already been alerted to me. It's at the store waiting for me to pick up. Mm-hmm. And she says, Oh, I, I don't know how that's possible, but okay. You know, and, uh, I said, would you put you put the order together for the this other quanti- high quantity the remaining, of stuff? Yes. And go ahead. I know you got to ship it to me. And it's going to be a week or so. No problem. Okay. So she does. Um, so I get I get an email uh, that uh, it's all set up. Go to the go to this uh, with your account on the website, and uh, it's all there. You just had to push the button. You're going to order it. You know, with your mm-hmm. credit card. Okay. I do that. I can't get into my account. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says my pro- my password is invalid, which I just used. Right. It's invalid. <clears throat> I can't get in. So I try it and I said, okay, you know, send me. And I go through the whole process of resetting the password. I reset the password. And all of this is time. <laughs> I go, I go back in. Password. I, it just told me that my password is valid. My new password mm-hmm. is valid. Password's invalid. Hmm. And I, I can't, I can't get in. It's there. You know, this order is right. in my account, but I can't get to it. Okay. So I call, I got get the guy back. I can't get in my account. I don't know what happened. Uh, I'll reset it for you, give you a temporary password, and you can go in and you know and do it. Um, okay, you know. So uh, I go through that whole thing again. I got to reset it. Go through this, a temporary password. Try to get in. Ultimately, finally get in. Uh, and uh, he's got an order there, you know, ready for me, and I got to put in all my information again. And I go through it all. Finally, I did it. Well, it took me four hours. Oh, my goodness. Uh, back and forth. All to just order a few things that mm-hmm. in the past would have taken me 20 minutes. Right. Um, and now it took me four hours. Their technology isn't working right. They have restrictions. It's not going to get here on time. I got to go pick mm-hmm. stuff up. Hopefully, the other stuff will get delivered. Uh well, that pretty well describes mm-hmm. why we live in anxiety, fear, and worry. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's irritating. Um, right. And it's like, you know, is this stuff actually going to come? And uh, I need it for this meeting we're having. What if, what if, what if? You can see how we, how it goes. Right. We can uh, spiral from yeah, there. Yeah, we can sure. spiral uh, because, and, it, and, it, and what we, remember, we talk about this low level infection, uh, mm-hmm. this, uh, you know, kind of ang- even even going to a point of anxiety disorder is it just builds on itself because, uh, and my daughter and I were talking about this uh, a couple of days ago, is nothing is easy anymore. Right. Everything is difficult. Um, getting people to do things at, at uh, work. Uh, uh, people don't have staff. They don't have trained staff. Right. They don't know what to do. There's no stuff. Uh, when when you go off script, so to speak, 
it throws them for a loop. Right. Um, you can't get a, you can't get Betty on the phone. Uh, to go deal There's with There's really it. no depth to go with anything, no, uh, <laughs> whether so, it be supplies or manpower or anything. Yeah. So you have this frustration. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, life is frustrating. And then on top of it, things aren't working and you could have a problem with your business because of it. Maybe I can't get mm -hmm. parts or supplies or things that I'm trying to do to make something or to sell something. I'm stuck. You know, think about the automobile manufacturers right now. Right. Uh, you literally can hardly can get a, a hardly find a new brand new car. Right. Uh, because they can't get chips for them. And they're sitting there wanting to make them, mm -hmm. but they can't get them to you. Uh, so the volume right. is, is you might be, you know, uh, let's say a salesman for, for a brand new car uh, company. And you got people wanting to buy it, but you, you don't have any to sell. So, right. um, and that cost you money with commissions. I mean, so you can see how it goes. So we've talked about uh, that uh, this is the way of living today. And God says, I have a resolution to that is that first of all, uh, none of this surprises me. Now for us, we say, well, it's a lot worse than it used to be. And God says, yeah, I know, but it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> right. Um, and it doesn't limit me. Uh, so for you, I know that you've you've experienced a different rate of this, but don't get bothered by them. Uh, this is the way of the world under the control of the enemy, and I can resolve all of them if you if you let me have a let me do this for you. And so don't get caught up in that. Right. And relax. Bring them to me. One and interesting enough, what I see, by the way, uh, is it's driven uh, our family, particularly Linda and I to a, uh, a deeper level of walking with God because <laughs> there's so much stuff going on right. that we need, we need his resolution. We so, need, yeah. Uh, we got we to gotta take the time, uh, and that's what we're talking about right now, is to get into the process of receiving his promise of resolution about this particular thing. And if you got a lot of them, which, which people tend to do, it's going to take time. And so I think it's actually driving us closer to him, uh, which, right. is, which I think is a hit from his side of it. I think is a good thing. That's a good thing. It actually, yeah. that's part of readying the bride is, yeah. is really teaching us to walk with him. It's funny. Um, one of the things that God has highlighted for me during this Christmas season, this, this period between Thanksgiving and Christmas really is um, emphasizing the beauty of his name, Emmanuel, Yes. Um, God with us. And just what does that really mean? You know, if we were to, um, if we lived our lives as if we truly believed that, what would it look like? How would things look different if we realized? So, you know, years ago, they sat in anticipation of Emmanuel um, that, that, you know, it was prophesied in Isaiah 7, 14, that he would come and, you know, his name would be called Emmanuel, God mm -hmm. with us. And then he literally walked on the earth and mm -hmm. he was God with us in human form. And then, you know, you shared the other day about Pentecost and, um, the 40 days after how then the Holy spirit came. And then we were, we were given literally God with us, Emmanuel in our bodies, 24, seven, um, for us to to be with and the beauty of that. And I think about we were talking um, with a with a group of friends earlier today, just talking about um, 
how things should look different when we truly embrace the idea of a manual, um, where I go, how I interact, what I hope for, where jo joy, hope, and peace, you know, half our Christmas ornaments in this house say joy, hope, and peace on them. That's a promise that comes with a manual, not a, some people get to have it, but a promise that mm. comes with having him with us 24 seven. Yes. And so that, like I said, that's just kind of been a reminder that he's given me through this season is as you go, I want you to remind people the power of a manual that years ago, they waited for him. You guys have him that is, it is fulfilled. And so walk like you have, him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's beautiful. Well, we've been talking about this process. Uh, last time we left off at Psalm 85 with uh, God says, I'll uh, bring righteousness and faithfulness and covenant together. Uh, I'll show you good. You can trust me, uh, particularly uh, as you're looking at uh, issues of difficulty, but I can overcome them. Let's go to uh, Psalm 126, <clears throat> um, which continues this and read verses one through six, Psalm 126, one to six. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the streams of Negeb. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. Okay. Um, I really love this psalm. Um, it talks about um, coming back with joy. Uh, he's talking about restoration, restore our fortunes, which implies, well, we lost them. Right. Um, we had a problem. We have issues. We have things that aren't working. Uh, he says, what I would like to do is go back to experiencing laughter. Um, and it's a beautiful picture of, are you trusting me? Because he's saying, I'm going to laugh on my way to the path of joy, which is the restoration. Uh, okay, so think about when you're with your, your small group, your family, um, what allows you to laugh? Oh, so many things, <laughs> but just really that being relaxed and enjoying and being present in the moment, honestly, not yeah. being hindered by any past or future, just being in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you use a beautiful word there and it's relaxed. You're relaxed. Uh, you're not burdened because mm -hmm. uh, when you're burdened and you can, you can tell this uh, around people, uh, they really have a hard time laughing. Yes, that's true. Uh, is they almost they almost can't in the sense, uh, and this is kind of funny, but allow themselves to laugh because, yeah, but I got this problem, um, right? And um, I got to get back to the to the problem and the heaviness. And of sometimes it. they feel guilty letting themselves laugh. By right, the way. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, uh, and it says here, no, is uh, you know, let me go to a place of joy, mm -hmm. knowing what well you're going to restore it. Uh, okay, so the joy is coming from, well, let God restore this mm -hmm. and start to walk down that path in freedom, relaxation. Mm -hmm. And the question is, um, as you're going through worry, fear, and anxiety, if you start to focus on restoration and believe it, mm -hmm. then 
uh, that's an evidence of faith that I have joy. Now, it hasn't been fully resolved yet, but I can have joy. Why would I have joy? Because we know he's going to resolve. He's going it. to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can laugh again. I can I can get back to life of, of freedom, a laugh of relaxation. Uh, he says, because uh, restore our fortune. And I would I want to walk again in in rejoicing, in celebration, uh, in enjoying life again while you're in the process of restoring. Because it, it doesn't say here you did restore. It says come and restore. And let me be That's joyful. Good. Let me be joyful as a result of it. So that, and this is, by the way, that the value of what we call the, the sacred assembly or the or the inner circle or your or your small group is we need to encourage each other. Right. No, God's going to restore this. No, guys, you can rejoice. Uh, get excited again. Look at what God's up to. And what does He say here? He, he's doing great and mighty things. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Supernatural stuff. To overcome that the, we could not issue, do ourselves that we can't yeah. do ourselves, and we're starting to exceed that. Mm-hmm. And God said, "Here, see, see what I'm doing. Did you did you notice that little thing that I just did for you? Uh, and rejoice at that, because guess what? It's going to lead to restoration, uh, and you get excited about it. So uh, the question that we ask everybody is: um, Are you shifting from the heaviness to joy? And it's through the faith and belief and understanding and seeing God at work that you begin to experience that. Uh, okay, go to Psalm uh, 138, 4 to 8. It talks about deliverance here. Uh, Psalm 138, 4 to 8. <clears throat> All the kings of the earth shall give you thanks, O Lord, for they have heard the words of your mouth, and they shall sing of the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your li- your right hand delivers me. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Yeah. Uh, so again, um, uh, he's saying that, yeah, I'm in trouble, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, God uh, and his right hand, his righteousness, his, his power, is going to deliver me. Uh, and the word deliver is to uh, bring back to wholeness uh, what the struggle is, because you're you're in trouble, you're trapped, you're struggling, uh, you're captured. Um, let me deliver you out of that. Let me take you out of there and put you in a place. And by the way, he says again, what? Covenant loyalty, steadfast love. Yeah. I love David must have really like the number of times that he uses steadfast love or covenant loyalty in his Psalms is amazing. You know, he must have known that to the depth of his soul. Yeah. Yeah. I think he did know that to the depth of his soul. And he kept, interesting enough, he kept repeating that, speaking that, yeah, God, I got trouble, but you're loyal to the covenant. Yeah, mm-hmm. God, I got trouble, but you're loyal to the covenant. Um and your steadfast love endures forever. It's going to be so. Mm-hmm. It's absolute. Um, walk me that way. Deliver me. Right. Out, deliver me out of this mess. Right. Um, and again, as we've talked about this, is uh, you've you've written about the mess. So you you mm-hmm. you journaled out to, to God. Here's the mess I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what to me looks like deliverance. Now I'm going to walk with you because you're loyal to the covenant. Tell me the steps. 
mm-hmm. that you want to lead me into that you're going to fulfill this aspect of restoration and I will be delivered from the pain of it to the joy of it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why he says, in the world, you're going to have trouble and you need deliverance. Don't get stuck in the in the problem. Mm-hmm. Why don't you let me bring you out of it to bring you the joy of the experience? Now, by the way, <clears throat> uh, let's say we do. What's going to happen next next week? Ne- next there month? will be another something. There's going to be another <laughs> issue. Uh, and God says, uh, the more that you do that, see, the easier, in a sense, it is to keep having joy. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because you you learn. Oh, yeah. Okay. What are you gonna What are you gonna do about this one? Let me resolve this one. Oh, what are you gonna do about this one? Uh, let me resolve this one. The more that that you start to experience it, the more joy you have because your expectation starts to align with his expectation. I'm gonna do it. You can try. You can trust me. Yeah, it's funny as you describe this. I'm reminded of um, just a really simple example, but it ties right into joy. Um, over Thanksgiving, I remember I shared. I, I think I shared on the podcast anyway that um, Joshua. We were heading down yeah. to Maryland, yeah. and and Joshua was under the weather. He was sick, and I was concerned that I was not going to get to see him over Thanksgiving. Um, that he wouldn't be able to come up and meet us. And um, that week, as I was praying about that um, and asking God exactly this, okay, God, this, this as a mom, that really was causing me some worry, some fear, you know, (laughs) I'm like, I really want to see my child. I'd like him to be able to show up there. What do you have to say, God? And I'm really stopped and listened and felt like God said, um, tell him to go get tested because, you know, we were concerned if it would be, he's vaccinated, but concerned so many vaccinated people are still getting COVID and his symptoms were very suspect. And, um, and I felt like God said, tell him to go get tested. The results will be negative and I will break the fever. Mm. And I, and I wrote that in quotes because I felt like that was what he said. And then right under that, I write, God, was this me wishful thinking or was this you actually speaking? You know, <laughs> like I, I need you to know, cause I'm not sure if I separated my thoughts from your speaking in that or not. And so, you know, I, I texted over to Emily cause she was praying on it too. And I said, this is what I think, you know, um, Josh's wife. It's like, this is what I feel like God is saying, but I'm asking him to confirm. And um, she said, that's funny because we both were just praying about it and said, and feel like we're supposed to go get tested right now. So I'm like, mm-hmm. great. Let me know when you come back, comes back with negative test for COVID flu and strep. And so I'm like, okay, now God said, you said you were going to break the fever. So I'm waiting for this. And this is what I'm praying into. And um, within a few hours, his fever broke actually. Mm. So that was exciting. And I felt like God was just saying, see, this is, you know, this is what I was saying. You were hearing me correctly, you know, good job. (laughs) And, um, And then the last thing that I had written out, you know, when I was asking him, am I hearing correctly? And then he affirmed that later. Um, I'm like, you know, God, what do you have to say about Thanksgiving? And he just laid on my heart. And again, I wrote this out and have it handy to share, but I wrote out he's, you know, daughter, (laughs) we've talked about daughter, but daughter, I know your heart and my heart for your Thanksgiving is joy. Trust Mm. me that it's going to be joy filled. And so I'm like, okay, I'm trusting you with this and whatever that looks like, I know it is going to be a joyful week. And we did get to have one day with him that he was feeling well enough to come spend the day. And so that was super fun and, and he's recovering and stuff now, but 
um, it was just sweet because that very thing he was like, you know, I felt like God said, you know, ask me, I'm going to give instruction. I'm going to bring resolution. And by the way, can you remember that my heart for you is joy? And, and that is a place you can rest that joy will come with the resolution. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, it did. Yeah. So it's beautiful. little example, but yeah. practical. It's a great example. Yeah. Uh, of, you know, okay, I got trouble. How are you going to deliver this? Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, I'm listening. And what you have to say, yeah. confirming that. Um, and then, by the way, once you confirmed it, okay, give me the yeah. faith to believe it and, uh, and right. fulfill it. And he actually did. And he did. Yes. And, what, and what, again, what does that do for your heart? It grows your faith and encourages you for the next time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it gives you the joy. Absolutely. Of, see, the joy, this is what God is trying to tell all of us is the joy is in a very difficult place that you live in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, don't, don't try to, uh, place yourself by your action into what you think is a safe place, mm -hmm. uh, which is all of our, you know, what we try to tend to do is, okay, let me try to organize everything. So I never have any trouble. Right. And God says, no, you're going to have trouble. Um, but why don't you learn that the joy is that I always in a hundred percent resolve that issue. Really, I'll, I'll resolve it for you. And you can have joy while the world is going to hit you, which, by the way, is never going to end. See, that's what he's trying to right. show us is that it's going to happen. So why don't you let me keep resolving it and you can have joy because when the next one happens. Right. He's going to, he's going to resolve it. Right. And truly, what is that source of joy? It's a manual God with us. Yes. It's the fact <laughs> that he is with us in every, every step of the way. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Psalm 144. It kind of talks about this. Psalm 144, 11 to 15. Psalm 144, 11 to 15. Rescue me and deliver me from the land of foreigners whose mouth speak lies, whose right hand is a right hand of falsehood. May our son and their youth be like plants full grown, our daughters like corner pillars cut for the structure of a palace. May our granaries be full, providing all kinds of produce. May our sheep bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our fields. May our cattle be heavy with young, suffering no mishap or failure in bearing. May there be no cry of distress in our streets. Blessed are the people to whom such blessings fall. Blessed are the people whose God is the Lord. Yeah. Well, that kind of describes it all. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, what does he say? He says, you know, may my family flourish. Uh, mm -hmm. May my work flourish. May the issues that we're facing uh, get resolved. And mm -hmm. um, I'm going to I'm going to look to that because you are God. Right. And you have a heart to do that. You're loyal to the covenant. Your Your desire is to bring us into that place of of freedom and resolution. Um, mm -hmm. And he describes the, all these relationships, issues, uh, normal things of life, you know, the cattle, the field, all those things, which would be work. Uh, I'll, I'll handle it all, you know, and what, what a beautiful picture. Right. That he tries to keep reminding us of how beautiful this is. Uh, okay. Go to Psalm 30, or excuse me, not Psalm, but Jeremiah 30. Uh, 8 to 11, and then uh, 18 to 22. Sure. And it shall come to pass in that day, declares the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off your neck, and I will burst your bonds, and foreigners shall no more make a servant of him, but they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. 
Then fear not, O Jacob, my servant, declares the Lord, nor be dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save you from far away and your offspring from the land of their captivity. Jacob shall return and have quiet and ease and none shall make him afraid. For I am with you to save you, declares the Lord. I will make a full end of all the nations among whom I scattered you. But of you, I will not make a full end. I will discipline you in just measure and I will by no means leave you unpunished. Should I go on to 18? Yeah, 18 and 22. Okay. Thus says the Lord, behold, I will restore the fortunes of the tents of Jacob and have compassion on his dwellings. The city shall be rebuilt on its mound and the palace shall stand where it used to be. Out of them shall come songs of thanksgiving and the voices of those who celebrate. I will multiply them and they shall not be few. I will make them honored and they shall not be small. Their children shall be as they were of old and their congregation shall be established before me and I will punish all who oppress them. Their prince shall be one of themselves. Their ruler shall come out from their midst. I will make him draw near and he shall approach me. For who would dare of himself to approach me, declares the Lord. And you shall be my people and I will be your God. Yeah. Uh, so he says, uh, remember, this is uh, Jeremiah. So he's uh, mostly Jeremiah has been telling the you know, nation of Israel uh, to repent, uh, which they aren't. Uh, they aren't willing to do. Uh, no, we don't need to. Uh, we don't care. But yeah, but God's going to have, you're going to have judgment come against you. I don't care. Uh, and God, God basically says, okay. Um, and by this time, see, he's speaking to uh, the remnant. Mm. Uh, he's already told Jeremiah, stop trying to keep the, the nation from having adversity because they've already passed that point. It's going to happen. Now, right. I'm gonna, now I'm going to speak to the remnant, um, by the way, who are going to suffer because they're, they're part of this. Uh, so they're basically saying, yeah, in the world, you're even though you have a heart to follow me per se, you're still experiencing trouble. Right. Because you're what, still living in the fallen world. You're still living in the fallen world. OK, what does he tell during the, in these verses in Jeremiah 30? What does he basically say to him? To fear not that yeah. he's going to he's going to bring restoration. I'm going to restore you. And he describes it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to, I'm going to replant things. I'm going to have you rejoice. I'm going to have you uh, have the cities again. I'm going to have you have uh, fellowship again. I'm going to have you have success again. Um, I'm going to bring all these things about uh, as you now come to me and talk to me about it. And again, his heart, and this is what we need to understand about God. See, is that, uh, and this is why we're going through so many verses about this, is that it's not just a thought. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do something for you. Maybe not. Um, yeah, you're in a tough place. The world's awful, you know, but put up with it and good luck. You know, no, it's what, what do we hear over and over and over and over again? I'm going to restore you. Right. Uh, that's God's heart, knowing that I know the world is trouble. I know you have an enemy. I know you have difficulty. But and even if you caused it by walking away from me, I'm going to I'm, I have a heart to read. That's my purpose is to restore. Mm -hmm. That's his interesting enough. That's his nature. Mm -hmm. You'll know that I am what when I do that, what are you going to know? I'm yeah, God. That yeah, exactly. Okay, now think about and that. He'll be glorified in he'll that. He'll be glorified in that. Why why will we know that he's God? 
because it's not anything we can do ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, see, we're going to see, experience God's supernatural work mm-hmm. in the restoration process because things mm-hmm. are going to happen that only he could bring about. Right. Only he could do. Only he could arrange. Only only things that mm-hmm. um, uh, he can fulfill uh, because of his supernatural work uh, in a world of trouble. And uh, he says, God says, I'm going to show you that. I'm going to demonstrate that to you. And you can have uh, knowledge of my work. And when I do my work, you'll know it was me and not you. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, that's my life. That's my heart for you. That's what I want to do when all the time. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have trouble all the time. Uh, so don't go to fear, fear, worry, and anxiety. Let me restore this and yeah. trust me. And even as you're describing that, just that description, it, there's so much freedom in that place. The fact that the restoration comes from him and it's not something that we can do because a lot of our fear, worry, anxiety comes from thinking that we have to do it. Right. You know? And so when we really come unto the fact that it is going to be through him that restoration occurs and we just hold tight to him, yoke ourselves to him, that so lifts the burden of trying to do it ourselves. Right. That's right. Okay. Let's go to Jeremiah 33. Uh, this is another, remember, this is just same situation. Uh, they're uh, in trouble, mm-hmm. uh, but he makes amazing promises. First of all, just read Jeremiah 33, 3. Uh, Let's talk about that just for a second, and then we'll we'll go to 6 to 14. Okay. Call to me, and I will answer you, and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Okay. Um, Another version is great and mighty things. I like that one. Great and mighty things. Um, Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our role is to do what? Call to him. What's his call? Uh, Hey, we're in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. We're in trouble. Uh, and that call translates literally cry out, cry out. cry out to seek. Yeah. Cry out, call. Um, hey, I'm in trouble. Uh, got an issue, got a problem, got a burden. I'm fearful. I'm worried. I'm anxious. Um, and he says, if you call to me, I'm going to tell you great and mighty things that you mm-hmm. don't know about what, about your problem. Right. I'm going to tell you some things that are going to give you discernment. I'm going to tell you things, what great and mighty thing I'm going to do to restore this. And he sets it up right up front is, why don't you just ask me and let me tell you, speak to you, because remember him speaking is what makes it happen. Right. Uh, That's how the world is created out of nothing by him speaking. If that's the supernatural spiritual power of God, he speaks things. Let me speak to you. Now I'm going to handle it this way. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. This is a promise. And then he goes on and now read verses six through 14. And he says, this is what what I'm going to do. Behold, I will bring to it health and healing, and I will heal them and reveal to them abundance of prosperity and security. I will restore the fortunes of Judah and the fortunes of Israel and rebuild them as they were at first. I will cleanse them from all the guilt of their sin against me, and I will forgive all the guilt of their sin and rebellion against me. And this city shall be to me a name of joy, a praise and a glory before all the nations of the earth who shall hear of all the good that I do for them. 
They shall fear and tremble because of all the good and all the prosperity I provide for it. Thus says the Lord, in this place of which you say it is a waste without man or beast, in the cities of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem that are desolate without man or inhabitant or beast, there shall be heard again the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the voices of those who sing as they bring thank offerings to the house of the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord of hosts for the Lord is good for his steadfast love endures forever. For I will restore the fortunes of the land as at first, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, in this place that is waste, without man or without beast, and in all of its cities, there shall again be habitations of shepherds resting their flocks. In the cities of the hill country, in the cities of the of the Shephelah, and the cities of Negev, and the cities of Benjamin, the places about Jerusalem, and in the cities of Judah, flocks shall again press under the hand pass. Under the hands of the one who counts them, says the Lord. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will refill the, fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Yeah. Yeah, well, what a beautiful uh, mm. statement. Um, Absolutely. Uh, first of all, I'm going to bring health and healing. Mm -hmm. A lot of times uh, that can be part of our uh, worry and fear is that well, I, I got sickness or mm -hmm. um, I got a problem. I got a health problem. Uh, what's going to happen to me? And, uh, and really, out of, out of a lot of the trouble that we do experience, health is, is really important because mm -hmm. when, you're, when you are sick or when you're injured or things aren't working well physically, it, it bothers you. Right. Uh, because you know, well, I used to be able to do this uh, and I can't do that right now. Um, and, it's a, and it's a struggle. Uh, so that he says, well, let me bring you health and healing. And trust me, and, and that's why I say don't shunt off and segment. Well, okay, I can see God handling a financial problem. But uh, this healing stuff, I don't know about right. that. Um, that seems unusual to me because I haven't seen much of that. Um, and uh, so aren't I, aren't I kind of stuck with my health issue? And right. God said, well, that doesn't limit me. Um, I can restore this too. And that, and that I do say this to people who are, you know, coming with, hey, I've been sick for a while or this isn't working or I constantly have pain. Well, something's not right. Um, mm -hmm. Let's go to God and ask him. Uh, you said you're going to bring health and healing. So what do you got to say about this? And don't limit God to say, well, mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't do that. No, he does. He does. Um, now he can use doctors, by the way. So it's not about, it has to be, uh, what we would call uh, only miraculous is miraculous of how things work anyway. But um, uh, and even, by the way, the, the whole COVID thing is the body is a miraculous operation. Right. Uh, it it fights stuff really, really well. Um, mm -hmm. That's why it may not be uh, as necessary as people have made it out to be to be so afraid of it is that well your body really handles things pretty well um, and creates uh, the solutions with antibodies uh, to the disease and attacks it. So let me bring health and healing. He said, I'll restore you, rebuild you uh, like you used to be. Um, and I'm going to bring back, and he describes this. He says, the people around you are going to say, wow, look at how good God was to you. Right. Okay, now think about that. How, how can that happen? How would they say that? Because they see it. They, they, they see it carried out. They actually yeah. see your problem get resolved. 
-hmm. and you know, and you testify and they can see, yeah, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, And I just want to point out too, when you're looking at that, you'll behold, I will bring to it health and healing and I will heal them and reveal to them abundance of prosperity and security. That is physical health promised, but there's also emotional and spiritual health there that he's talking about. And so, um, and for me anyway, my experience has been often the physical health goes parallel when there have been issues in my life that have had physical health um, issues. A lot of times when I press in and ask God, he'll reveal to me a spiritual health parallel that he wants to bring healing to that goes hand in hand. Right. That's right. Exactly. Right. That includes all that. Um, And then I'll restore you. And then uh, people would notice it uh, because I'm going to be doing great and mighty things. What do you have to say about that? And then he said, by the way, what will return? The voice of the bride, voice of the bridegroom Mm -hmm. celebration. Right. You Uh, see voice of mirth, the voice of gladness. That's that exuberant joy. Yeah. Yeah. Exuberance, uh, happiness, uh, excitement. Um, And I'm going to restore that. Um, And then he says in verse 14, uh, you can you can count on that. I'm going to fulfill what I speak. Um, I'm ready to do this uh, and I'll speak it and then I'll fulfill it because my speaking will fulfill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he says, you know, come to me and start to process uh, what it is you need restoration from or what health issues you got. Um, and don't leave it there and say, well, probably this ain't going to work. He says, no, go the other direction and say, wait a second. You said you're going to bring health and healing. You're going to restore. You're going to bring mirth back to me. Um, I'm going to come to you and talk to you about it and tell me great and mighty things that I don't know, but you do, and you're going to show right. that to me and you're, you're ready to perform it. Right. I mean, how beautiful is that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love, even as you say that, I think if we could get our head around the power, truly the power of God's spoken word, Yeah. you know, that, I mean, I know you've taught on it before and everyone knows this, but literally he spoke creation into being. So if he speaks a promise here to us, There is no reason whatsoever for us to not believe that immediately brings that into being. And then we step into it as we watch it unfold. But the power of his spoken words, amazing. Yeah. All right. Let's finish this section with uh, Amos, an interesting uh, statement in Amos uh, 9, 11 to 15. Okay. In that day, I will raise up the booth of David that has fallen and repair its breaches and raise up its ruins and rebuild it as in the days of old that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the nations who are called by my name, declares the Lord who does this. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes, him who sows the seed. The mountains shall drip sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it. I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel and they shall rebuild the ruined cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink their wine and they shall make gardens and eat their fruit. I will plant them on their land and they shall never again be uprooted out of the land that I have given them, says the Lord, your God. Yeah. So um, as we end this section of processing, uh, his promise of restoration is he says um, it's going to it's going to drip with abundance. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to restore you. Um, You can count on it. Um, uh, Don't don't fret about it. but come to me with this amazing promise that uh, you'll be replanted, you'll be rebuilt. Uh, everything that you've lost will be restored. 
trust, you know, trust me. And again, because of supernatural, there's no limit to that. We don't, we don't take a hierarchy and say, well, yeah, I know you can do these things. By the way, we think of it that way in the natural. Well, right. Okay. Naturally, I, I guess I could see that, but man, these other things, I don't see how that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore I'm not willing to trust you. And God says, no, I'm going to speak to it and I am going to do it supernaturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can start to experience that and you'll rejoice at that. And so he says, and this is what we tried to say with this whole section is keep asking me what I have to say. Keep asking me what I have to say. Keep asking me what I have to say. And then walk with me and watch me do my work to restore really what you've lost, things that you've ruined. And, and see, remember, the focus is on, is on the restoration, not on the cause. Right. Uh, our, our tendency is, yeah, I can see why <laughs> I deserve mm-hmm. this. Or... Yeah, that this world is awful, or this person is awful, or this situation is awful. And God said, well, none of that matters to me. Right. Uh, Well, and by the way, in the middle of that restoration, he can, if there's something that we have done to cause it, he can use that to, as he's restoring, to show us how to do things differently. Absolutely. You know, he, I mean, he will absolutely course correct and and help us to see how to walk into fullness. That's right. Uh, Because he's saying that, uh, um, um, remember his heart is, well, why don't you stay with me? Right. He said, first of all, your trouble will be a lot less per se, mm-hmm. because the enemy won't be able to get to you. And some of the things of the, of the, of the world, I'm going to help you avoid them. Right. And that's why we did a whole, we did a whole series on discerning God's will. Uh, just stay there and it's going to be way, way better for you. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, if you haven't learned that yet, uh, he's saying, I'm going to show you what it means to walk with me. If there's, if there's an issue as to why you keep walking away, right. I'll, I'll reveal that to you and let me heal that. Right. Exactly. uh, So that you don't walk away from me anymore or get tempted out, Mm -hmm. uh, which the enemy does. Remember in James chapter one, verse 12, he he appeals to yourself uh, and you decide what to do. And God says, I don't violate your free will. But I, I hope that your free will surrender to me. Why? Because I'm going to restore everything you got. Right. And start to process with me the truth of that. And we've gone through verse after verse after verse. God says, I'm going to do it. Absolutely. Specifically for you and your situation. And by the way, I'll do the next one. And by the way, I'll do the Excellent. next one. And by the way, I'll do the next one. Trust me. Uh, let me let me show you this life. And you and I can testify that that's true. Uh, that are we free of trouble? No. Uh, do we see God resolve things? Absolutely. Yes. All, all the time, hundred percent of the time, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So as we finish this little piece of it, it's uh, stay in process and focus on his promises of restoration and begin to identify what they are. What does restoration look like to you? And now start to listen, follow and process. What do you have to say? What are you going to do? And what do you want me to do to follow you into that? And go from heaviness to joy, go from heaviness right. to laughter. Yeah, it's going to happen. I can trust him. And my, my heaviness can, can really be released. So we'll, we'll pick it up uh, next time. We're going to get into, interesting enough, we've talked about covenant loyalty. Right. Um, we're going to take a, a section and go through verses about what exactly, when he says loyal covenant loyalty, what is that? 
Oh, good. Um, That's going to be good. We're yeah. going to get into that because we need to really understand it. Because if we did, it would drive us even closer and further and faster right? to say that, okay, I believe that. So I want to go there. That's what I want. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So we'll pick us up tomorrow uh, again, uh, midweek, and uh, we look forward to that too. Sounds great. Thanks for joining us, everyone. If you found today encouraging and inspirational, be a friend and tell a friend. Pass the podcast on to others as we journey in this Christmas season of Emmanuel yes. with us. Let it be a season of joy and peace and hope yeah. because he is walking with you in the midst of everything you're facing right now and has restoration for you, has healing for you, and has wisdom to bring you. So hold tight. <laughs> hold tight. Amen. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Thank Have you for joining day. us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.